0: Hallelujah. Praise God. Christianity is for lovers only. And it's the kind of love that will make your brain spin. Today's the strongest love I've ever felt in my entire life, just to be completely vulnerable with you. And it feels like being opened up like a flower, the lily of the valley. To release all the pollen of intimacy with Jesus Christ from your heart. And the world wants to attack it. But you have to grow in love to a place of total vulnerability and openness to be able to release the glory of God out of your heart and through your soul, through your face, into others. Because everything that's wrong with everyone is a love wound. A lack of the Father's love. So you grow in vulnerability you grow in openness, you grow in clarity, you grow in purity, you grow in love, you grow in holiness, you grow in wisdom. Now, it doesn't mean you can say the same thing to everyone. Because to one person, it's like, you know, they're going to go stumble, they're going to go fall, they're going to be a huge mess. So you have to be like the Apostle Paul, all things to all people in the hopes of saving some. But to everyone, it's God so loved the world. That's the all. God so loved the whole world and everyone in it. So how you express that love to others will be different. Not everyone can receive it the same. But it's true. The lovers closest to his throne are the king's harem of 144,000 virgins. They're all soulmates. There's 144,000 twin flames, soulmates, That are completely transparent. Perfectly virgins. And a perfect release of the Father's fullness of divine love. Built up in the fullness of the revelation of divine love. Amen? Those are the sons of God. Those are the manifesting sons. Because God is love. So if you're a son of God, you're manifesting the fullness of divine love. And you're growing in revelations. Revelations of intimacy. Intimate knowledge of God. In every step of the way that you become more vulnerable, more open, releasing more pollen as a flower, a lily of the valley, a rose of Sharon. As you open yourself to release that love, that's when you deal with everything that's in the world. The lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. But With fellowship and love feasting it builds up your confidence to the place where you can stay open and stay releasing because this is what the enemy wants to shut down this love realm because this is the realm of never ending revival this is the realm of taking the second heavens this is the realm that melts the mountains like wax at the parousia of the Lord His coming Amen There's nothing stronger than this love This is the promised land realm of the 144,000 that's opening up. It's birthed already, and it's a baby that has to be cared for. And how you care for something that's been birthed, and it was birthed August 28th. There's a realm here of never-ending revival that's been birthed. It's the realm of love. It's the realm of the bridegroom's chambers of celestial love, virgin love, of taking the heavens, taking the sky, taking the firmament, and raining liquid love from the heavens and becoming a banner of love over all flesh. The whole change of the guard from being covered by the religious devil, the red dragon, to being covered by the friends of the bridegroom and the 144,000 is at hand. That's the change of the guard, the change of the head covering so that everyone is covered in the dome of love. That's what this fellowship produces. A dome, a covering. It's an apostolic covering of the whole planet. It's true. And the only thing that could shut it down is if you stop loving each other in the place it was birthed. So then quarrels come in, Jezebel comes in, and the main enemy against this is Jezebel, which is sorcery and immorality. Manipulation, witchcraft, magic arts, jennies and jambres, confusion, a jealousy will come in because you be, you get into lust, you get jealous of other lovers. There's all kinds of weirdness that will try to attack your divine love. We've seen it many times. But we've had so much experience in this realm, being so deep and intimate in the glory for so many years that we know how to steward this baby now that's been birthed. Intimacy will produce glory babies it's true, first in the natural, well, we've had 6,000 years of natural, now in the spiritual, amen? In the seventh day, we're going to have the fulfillment of all natural types and shadows and symbolism. When you are intimate in the spirit, you will burst up. You can come to a place as the harem of Christ the King, the 144,000 perfect lovers, the virgins of the King, the wise virgins of the King, You can come to such a place of intimacy and you're always practicing on each other to get better for the king. And there's nothing carnal about it. It's all in the glorified five golden senses. It's all in perfect virgin-like purity and holiness. But it is scandalous. And it is erotic. (laughs) And it will make you question things because you are still dealing with the renewing of your mind and dealing with lust. This will cause Pharisees to manifest like crazy. I remember when I was a missionary for this church plant 13 years ago, and we got hit with the drunken glory real hard. The joy glory just annihilated my life and transformed my soul in a major way. And they they brought me in with all the leaders into this church meeting, and they said, you know, we're going to have to ask you to leave this church, because what's what's next after Tolkien the Ghost? Jerking off the ghost—that's what the pastor said. What's next? Jerking off the ghost, and that—and he did the jerking off thing with me. And I looked at him, and I was so grieved. I could feel the the Holy Spirit crying within me because of the, the blasphemy of these religious people. And I just walked out and just you know washed my hands like Pontius Pilate. You know, shook the dust off my feet. I'd be like, there'll be no revival for these people that can't have purity in the things of sex and the things of intimacy. for To the pure, all things are pure. If you can't redeem drug culture and you can't redeem sexual language of Song of Solomon, there's zero chance you'll ever be close to Jesus for eternity. Zero. Because you're unclean. Your heart is unclean. You're defiled. You're immoral. So you interpret sexual things or drug culture things immorally, pervertedly, But to the pure, all things are pure. Amen? That's why Jesus uses alcohol to symbolize the Holy Spirit called the new wine. Mentioned 25 times in the Bible. The new wine representing the Holy Spirit of God. God himself identifying with the drug of alcohol. And few, few Christians on planet Earth have even embraced that. Let alone coming, hitting the Holy Ghost crack pipe and shooting up the... The heroin and getting whacked in the glory, and, and I mean, it, it, it's just never-ending freedom. But you have to have a foundation of purity in your heart to go deeper. You have to have no religion. You you can't be in your head. You have to be in your spirit. And the spirit wants you to have freedom and abundant life. But Satan lies through your brain, saying, "Be a good religious boy. Be a good religious girl." That stuff belongs to Satan, and that's Satan telling you that, because Satan would lose everything that he owns if you got free in your brain and got into the glory of God and actually started to redeem those things that have negative connotations in the, in the defiled and immoral mind. Because when you have a purified mind, none of it defiles you. You have white garments? There's no chance that any of that could, could touch you. As long as you're in the glory and you stay virgin-like and you stay in the innocence like a white dove in love, nothing in the world can stain you again. You can't be stained once there's a well coming in you and a well coming out of you. The Father is a well in you and through you and coming out your face of crystal clear living water that sparkles. How could you ever be defiled once you come into the revelation of the well of living water in your own belly? You'd have to believe a religious devil. You'd have to believe some kind of lie about lust and pride and idolatry. You'd have to believe that something in this world actually belongs to Satan. And you'd have to submit your soul to Satan and come under the lie of Satan and say, well, the earth is not the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Satan gets this whole realm of pleasure. Satan gets this whole realm of fun. God forbid we give fun and pleasure to Jesus and get set free from sex and immorality and drug addiction and everything that's wrong in society. But we're so religious that we reject it and we submit to Satan instead of Christ's freedom. That's the main thing wrong in Christianity. We're religious and we reject what the Holy Spirit wants to do in purifying us and getting us so wise that nothing can offend us anymore. And we have so much love that we can burn up all the immorality in people's souls. There's a spiced wine coming of Song of Songs chapter 8 of the harem of Christ that will melt the seat of Satan out of every soul on earth. It will devour the rich and the poor alike. It will devour the, the kings and the generals. It will devour the horse and the riders. It will consume all flesh, even animal flesh. It will consume all creation. It will liberate planet Earth from Satan and his angels. Amen. That's why you got to keep going deeper. That's why you have to learn how to steward revival. Understanding how something was birthed out of your own intimacy with one another in Christ, in Eden... And then you steward it. You, it's precious to you. And that realm expands. And other people can come into that realm and experience what you birthed. That's what pastoring is all about. In my Father's house are many mansions, says the Chief Shepherd. So that you can live in mansions of glory, mansions of revelation, mansions of light on earth as it is in heaven. That you can live in the richest measure of the Divine Presence and become bodies fully filled and flooded with God Himself that you don't have to have natural experiences that are defiled by the sins that are in the world. Jesus wasn't defiled by the world. Paul came to a place in his ministry the world wasn't defiling him. John came to a place on earth where he wasn't defiled by the world. Amen. You can walk perfectly. John chapter 6, be per, or Matthew 6, be perfect as your father in heaven's perfect. How do you have how do you do that? Just by staying a, a spirit. By keeping your brain connected to your spirit and living as a spirit doesn't matter what size your spirit is doesn't matter the revelation and the brightness of your spirit as long as you're spiritually minded you're at peace with God people get so tempted by externalism and religion and get puffed up in knowledge that they don't even want to be little children they don't want to be spirits they want to be meat sacks they'd rather be animals like the days of Noah than angels they don't want Noah's ark They want the world. So those that want Noah's Ark, those that want to be saved will be saved. But those that love the flesh, those that love the lie, what's the lie? Revelation talks about everyone outside the city gates loves the lie. The sorcerers, the dogs, the practitioners of magic arts, the sexually immoral, all of them love the lie. What's the lie? Living as a brain and a body instead of a spirit. That's the only lie. There's only one lie. That you are not a spirit. That your mind is just connected to the flesh and you're living as an animal and not as a spirit. There's only one lie. You deal with that one lie, you'll go on autopilot. Romans chapter 8, all the days of your life. The mind of Christ puts you on autopilot. The mind controlled by Christ in you. The realization of the glory of of God. The well, the geyser, the rivers, all of it springing up in your hearts and controlling your minds so that your whole soul is controlled by the third heaven instead of Satan and his angels in the earth. Our souls should have no control of the earth realm, but our souls should have 100% control of the glory realm and the glory realms in you. And it's not hard to believe. It's just we're faithless. We really are. We don't really believe the Bible. We don't spend enough time in the Word revelating. We need to put the Word in our spirit, and the spirit actually gels your spirit and convinces your mind that you are a spirit. Your mind has to be convinced, being fully persuaded. Paul talked about, even after being an apostle, even after he had raised the dead, growing in the full persuasion. He didn't have perfect faith and he's doing the most incredible signs and wonders in the whole planet. Come on, there's a place of growth of being fully persuaded that I am a spirit filled with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It's called full spiritual stature. It's called living 100% out of the kingdom dimension of through your spirit and 0% out of the flesh. The veil completely torn and burned and there's no more veil. It's just Father God through your spirit pouring out your face. Mountain of Transfiguration, Matthew 17, verse 2, all the time. Amen? That's not just when you're up on the mountain. That's when you're down in the valley, pouring yourself out on the valley. You don't come down spiritually, but your body goes out there. We go into dark places with our body, but my spirit and soul are always in the high place. Otherwise, I'd have no power, and Satan would just fill me. See, what keeps the devil out of us, you know, if his spirit be cast out of you, it goes through dry, arid places and finds no rest, and then it goes back to its host body and finds seven spirits more wicked than itself. And the latter condition is worse than the former. How does that happen? Because they didn't get filled. They didn't rise in the glory. They didn't learn about the springs. They didn't have revelation of Eden. They don't have revelation of the plumbing of the new covenant temple of the body of God. Your flesh and how it works out of your belly flowing rivers and out of your face flowing rivers with full sanctification of everything through and through so that there's no leaks in you. Wineskins have leaks, major leaks. That's why people barely know God and have so little confidence in God. So little revelation in God. So little experience in God. So few signs and wonders. Signs and wonders. Yesterday, during the broadcast, we captured a stigmata on camera. My hand, like a hand of light, froze in mid-screen, froze in the air. And then in frame by frame, it goes until you see a hole right through my hand. As a stigmata, and then a prophetess messaged, messages me and said, You've been fully crucified with Christ, and now we're pour- pouring out the, the, the spiced apple brandy that only comes from a, a remote re- region that's called cal- Calva or something in Spanish, which means Calvary. And I was like, I was just completely blown away by these revelations today. I'm telling you, you press into this love realm, you'll be surrounded by prophets encouraging you because you're setting the world free. It's awesome. These signs and wonders are for your benefit. The stigmata, to be completely crucified with Christ. And it's cool that it's a digi-stiggy. You know, seriously, a digital stigmata is what we need because this is the cyber age. Everyone's connected to the internet and the gospel saves them by hearing it. Not some religious ritual in a church building of flesh called the synagogue of Satan, the church of Satan. It has nothing to do with flesh ritualism and physical contact. It has to do with the energy of your spirit through souls. The flesh isn't even necessary. Jesus had interaction with earth as an angel for 4,000 years before he was even physically here. Digitally, electronically, as energy, as an angel. Colossians chapter 3, the Apostle Paul says that you've received my message even though you've never even seen me. I'm only with you electronically, electrically. We need to wake up from carnal Christianity. We need to wake up from Jezebel. All the limitations of the flesh are the lie. And people believe every lie because their soul is not connected to the ability of God the Father in their spirit you connect your soul to God the Father in your spirit, then you'll wake up to the ability of the glory. And the glory doesn't see the flesh. It doesn't see walls. It doesn't even know animal ability. It doesn't see brain ability. It's not about education. How do these uneducated men know so much? Wow, they operate out of revelation and not formal education. They don't live out of the tree of knowledge. They live out of the tree of life. And they noticed that these men had been with Jesus because they had supernatural ability. They had boldness, confidence. They had divine love. They didn't care if they died for the gospel because they were so built up in love they could pour themselves out on others. You spend time with real apostles, you'll be so encouraged in divine love, you'll just run out and pour your whole soul on on people's souls like a drink offering. You get so enriched with the spiciest wine of all time, the best wine for last, that is so strong in divine love that people's souls begin to melt. Every blockage melts. The conscience gets purged. All the death and all the dryness, all the envy, all the strife, all the animal beast nature of the brain burns and is purified. I was seeing today, this fire will come so strong from the 144,000 perfect lovers, that everyone's souls will be purified in fire. Crime will go to zero. You can't commit crime when you got resting tongues of fire on your brain being rained down from above. The weather system of the sons of God. The weather system of the banner of love. The banner of love is the covering of the atmosphere. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. The covering of the bride of Christ... Consummated and birthing the river of life through her face. Not pouring out her heart. That's not what the Bible teaches. Not a single word about that. Out of your belly flowing rivers, John 7, 38. And then you go to Matthew 17. Well, where does the river come out then? Through your face. Problem is, we're so full of religion, it just leaks out our heart. And we haven't taken this, the second heavens. We haven't taken the celestial chamber. We haven't taken anything. And so we're still submitted to the principalities even though we've heard about all this stuff. And the seven mountains of the whore of Babylon and the seven-headed beast are the mountains of separation. That's what separates you. The seven mountains are the seared conscience of humanity. They have to melt like wax at the parousia of the Lord, at the coming of the Lord, at the release of the river of life of the Lord through our faces The river of life has to come through your face. Otherwise, you have no rewards. Even if you feel it in your belly, you will not fly in the ointment, there'll be a huge leak in your heart and it won't be able to get up through your face so you won't experience the power of God. You won't experience the authority, the dominion, the might of God. It has to come all the way up from your belly and pour out your face just like it did with Jesus. That's what makes you sons and daughters of God because that's the divine nature of God. You can't call yourself sons and daughters unless you're releasing what Jesus released. And how do you release it? Stop sinning. Stop leaking. Stop serving demons. Stop going to altars. Stop being an unbeliever and believe the word. There is so much grace laced in every word that you can believe as much as you want. There's sonship level grace your infinite grace, rivers of grace. All you have to do is believe the word, get zipped up, sanctified from all your secret sin, and the river of glory will pour out of your bellies and through your faces in the fullness of the Father's brightness and power constantly, constantly. That's the dawning of day. That's the morning star rising in your heart, the third heaven solar system, the sun of righteousness rising with healing in His wings and beams. Amen. You're going to beam in the Shekinah glory. You're going to cover cities with your wings. And you have wings. As you go from glory to glory, you gain divine ability. You gain all angelic ability. That's how Elijah operated with so many angels because his, he was so sanctified and his spirit was so built up, he was like the angels. Angels will hang out with you as you're like them. Archangels will hang out with you if you're as powerful as archangels in wisdom and revelation and intimate knowledge of God the Father. It's true. So when you get familiar with the glory of God and the knowledge of the glory, you're with the cherubim. When you get familiar with the fire of God and the passion and the burning spiced mountains of Eden, then you'll be with the seraphim. And you'll gain seraphim wings. This is the season the sons of God manifest their seraphim wings. Six-winged seraphim. Amen? And you'll cover all your regions with the fire of love. You can flap your seraphim wings on all souls. Isaiah fourteen twenty-nine. Do not rejoice, you Philistines, for out of Judah will come a fire-breathing seraphim, Jesus Christ. Amen? Is a fire-breathing dragon, several other translations say. But it's not the dragon Satan. It's the seraphim Christ. All the angels came out of Christ and found their nature in Christ. You came out of Christ, and you're waking up to your divine nature in Christ, which is 100% angelic all the time and 0% natural. John 6, the flesh counts for nothing. If you cannot crucify your natural senses and your natural abilities, you'll never taste the divine. You'll never live with the angels. You'll never live in angelic ecstasy because you still love the world and you love the flesh and you like worldly, fleshly Christianity, which is the whore of Babylon. Repent and come out of her, my people, and have no mixture with the flesh. Have no mixture with the flesh's abilities or the brain's ability. Now the brain can magnify the spirit's abilities. The brain is an operator of the glory of God. John uh, Matthew 17, what's the brain doing when the fullness of the Father's fire is pouring out of Christ's face? It's superconducting out of the heavenly dimension of His spirit up through His face. God created Adam and Eve perfectly and they did have bodies. But the body was inside the soul and the soul was inside the spirit. The curse of the fall is your soul is inside your body and your spirit's inside your soul so you have to eat the word of God into your spirit until your spirit's energized to consume your soul and your spirit then wraps your body and your soul and your spirit from within and that's what makes you a son of God and a morning star. You were imploded and now you need to be exploited. That's why scripture teaches you need dunamis resurrection power. You have to explode from within your spirit outwards. Wrap your soul and let your soul wrap your body. That's how Jesus could walk through walls because his spirit had all jurisdiction and power over his soul and his soul had his body inside of it. Truth, anyhow, that's how Adam and Eve lived. And it's all about the spiritual ability. Even the soul counts for nothing. If you don't feed the spirit and you feed the soul, you've wasted your entire life on earth. It's all about revelation to the Spirit, growing as the Spirit, awakening your mind to your Spirit, and yielding your carnal members, dying daily to the flesh, dying daily to your soul, and living to the Spirit of Christ, and letting the Spirit of Christ within your spirit take over your soul and take over your bodies. That's how you're transfigured. That's how you overcome death. That's how you rise into the angelic spirit, because you're like the angels. The angels are spirits. The angels aren't flesh. You're ruled over by angels until the appointed time of maturity. Until your spirit is more angelic than the angels. You think you're going to dislodge principalities, powers, thrones, and dominions unless you're more spiritual than those angels? You'll never dislodge anything until you become a more powerful angel than them, a more powerful spirit than them, a spirit being. Luke calls them the angel-like sons of God in the Amplified Classic. Angel-like sons sons of God. That's an exact translation from the Greek. Angel-like, because you still have a body. And the body is your legal right to the earth. That's what gives you the earth as your footstool. And God liked Adam and Eve to subdue the earth. It says in Genesis, subdue creation. That's why he gave them a body. Otherwise, you'd just be like the angels. You'd be like Gabriel and Uriel. You'd be like all the angels because you just have a spirit and soul. But you have bodies which keeps you connected to the earth. And if you develop your spirit, you'll take dominion over all the earth. Philippians 3.10, we have become as the living amongst the dead and with a moral and spiritual resurrection from the dead even while in the body. You can have the fullness of the third heaven going on internally like Jesus Christ of Nazareth, but then physically you're moving through this terrestrial plane. That's Matthew 6, on earth as it is in heaven. Having the fullness of God the Father on the throne, third heaven, through your heart and mind while your body walks the face of the earth. That's what makes you a giant of the kingdom of heaven. That's what makes the enemy like grasshoppers in our sight. That's what makes principalities and seven mountains grasshoppers in our sight. Amen. When you fully awaken to God the Father within your spirit by the renewing of your mind, by eating revelation as your food, and feasting on revelation after revelation until your spirit is so built up, there's not a doubt in you about anything in the Bible, and it all becomes a living, breathing, revelation light burning through you in the fullness of Shekinah glory. Amen. Not just a burning bush, a burning universe. That's where we're going. As it, as it is written in Peter, the flames of the heavens shall dissolve and the elements will melt with fervent heat. How does that happen? By this exact revelation. People whose spirit gets so built up, mostly on divine love. There's revelations of grace, but the revelations of love are the richest of all revelations. Every revelation of divine love is a golden apple. And your body is the setting of silver. Or your spirit body is the setting of silver. Your spirit. So you put gold apples inside the silver setting of your spirit, and your spirit gets richer and richer, more potent, more powerful, the more and more revelation of divine love you get. Go through Song of Songs twice a day, every day. Find someone spiritual and read it back and forth and just get so built up in golden apples and settings of silver that your spirit man gets so strong in divine love that you can pour forth all the Father's power through your face on other people's faces and melt Satan's throne out of the world. Only this type of love and this type of fire and this type of fat passion has the ability to melt the throne of Satan out of the earth. And it melts through people's souls as you pour out all your spirit enriched with love upon their heads. Amen. That's what it means to dash the nations to pieces like pottery in the book of Revelation. It means to so pour out your spirit, the winepress of the wrath of the Almighty, your spirit upon the carnal mind and the seat of Satan that it melts all the sinful consciousness, all the dirty, filthy sin in the soul, all the selfishness, all the Satanism, everything of religion, all the filth of rebellion, all the perversion in the world, all the sin that's in the world gets burnt off. You know, when the seraphim came to Isaiah and touched his lips, the Bible says that's when his sins were forgiven. It wasn't confession, oh, forgive my sins. It was when the fire of God touched his soul. Your face is the front of your soul. When it touched his soul, that's when his sins were forgiven. You want to see the forgiveness of sins? Let the fire of God the Father's love be like tongues of fire upon your brains and melt out everything that makes you self-aware until you're only aware of the fire of his love. That's the only time your sins will ever be forgiven. When there's no self-consciousness, when there's no sin nature, when there's no seared conscience, completely purged by seraphim fire, which is being released this season in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. So all you lovers, you harem of Jesus Christ the King, keep building each other up in divine love, and this thing will spread like a, a marriage canopy, a banner of love, over all souls, and it will burn out the seat of Satan through all brains. You're releasing fire, sparks, passion. You're melting the perversion. All you have to do is keep focused on love and growing in love, and building each other up in love, until you're all sealed in the fullness of the Father's love, in the fullness of the Father's fire, and you're raining fire down from the second heavens through all flesh on earth, as the manifesting sons of God of the heavenly angelic sphere, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. If you want to sow into that fire, donate at Rutherman.com. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Amen. Glory.